with integrity. Do you know what that even means? Are you doing it? Would you like to do that? If so, this is the show for you. Technical glitches there, guys. Okay, you have tuned in to Debt-Free Wealth Radio with Trudy Behrman. Thank you for taking us along with you on your mobile phone, on the web, or through our syndicated outlets. Over here, we bring you topics, programs, and products geared to move the Christian income earner to become a profitable steward who enjoys debt-free wealth because prosperity is not entitled, but it is within reach. Today's topic is Selling with integrity. Have no shame in your game. You see, guys, selling happens 24-7 by everyone on the face of the earth. However, some choose to sell professionally and accept the title of salesperson. The rest of the world denies their involvement in sales because they simply ignore the fact that sales is simply influencing someone else. You sell your ideas, your beliefs, your positions every day. In fact, kids are master salespeople, getting their parents to buy or to give in to them on a regular basis. Again, sales is simply influencing someone else. And today I'm speaking to the professional, though, who has decided to use sales to earn their income. Right now in this show, I am selling you on the idea of selling with integrity. Now, if you have no idea what I mean about selling with integrity, then this sale will be successful if at the end of the show you not only understand what selling with integrity means, but hopefully you'll also embrace it. If you're not currently selling with integrity, then I hope at the end of this show that you will decide to change that. And if you're selling, currently selling with integrity, I hope that by the end of the show, you will feel reaffirmed and maybe even up your game. So if I am indeed successful, if I successfully close you at the end of the show, we will be in agreement on this matter. And while I'll not be able to know the impact of this close on my listeners, I hope you will be influenced to reevaluate your posture and position regarding your profit. So I have declared the desired outcome for this particular sale, the sale of convincing you to sell with integrity. I've disclosed that outcome up front. It is up to you to decide if at the end of the show you agree with me, or in other words, you have been sold, and that this transaction is considered closed. Let's go. So the Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines integrity as firm adherence to a code, especially moral or artistic values, incorruptibility, an unimpaired condition, the quality or state of being undivided. You see, sales today and from history till now sometimes feel slimy and even overwhelming. Chances are the seller is not using strategies of integrity in that process. In this 
it is this reputation of sales being slimy and overwhelming that has the average unemployed person choosing to starve rather than take a position in sales somewhere, which is unfortunate because usually sales positions are very easily available and are probably one of the easier jobs to come by. But there are many who would rather starve than go into sales, mostly because of the overwhelming reputation of sales being slimy and overwhelming. This negative reputation is hard to shake, and that is because of the snake oil strategy that is still around today. So in order to sell with integrity, first you must be a company or a person of integrity. You can't do what you are not, okay? Wherever you are, there you are. So the first decision must be to be a company or a person of integrity. Make that decision right up front. If you remember the snake oil era when it was very prevalent and snake oil was actually a thing, it was when products sold were suggested to be a cure-all for whatever your problem was. Whatever your problem was, they, made, they would tell you that that thing would fix it. That was a snake oil strategy. Reputable companies with unscrupulous representatives will find themselves in trouble. So you may be a company of integrity, but if you hire representatives who are not people of integrity themselves, your company will be in trouble. On the other hand, we do have unscrupulous companies influencing honest people to do their dirty work. Because what happens is they, hire, they deliberately hire an honest face to go out into the world and and they're training these people and they don't know what is happening. But if you're in the company for a while and you realize that this is in fact a dishonest company, you are now, you now have a face of the responsibility to step away from such an organization if you intend to retain your integrity. Because once you discover that duplicity, if you stay because you need that paycheck, then you have now become a willing accomplice and you have stepped to the dark side. So the first thing is you need to be a person or a company of integrity. The next thing is you need to act with integrity. It's all fine and well to say you are a person of integrity. Your actions need to prove that. Number one, no snake oil tactics. What do I mean by that? A current example of this, and I hear it actually all the time, especially in the wellness industry of which I'm a part, are these incredible testimonial claims about products. Now, I'm in a health and wellness company, like I said, and some of the products have just not had FDA evaluation. So because there's no FDA evaluation of the product, the stand, and that is the standard for being able to legally make a claim about the product, it, 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 you have to be very careful. It doesn't mean the product does not do fantastic things and offer incredible outcomes. But until that FDA backs those claims, you have to be careful how you make them because you can put yourself or your company in trouble. Representatives of a company need to be very careful about how they represent the company and the products to the public. For example, there was a Christian friend of mine in another wellness company, she wasn't in mine, she posted on Facebook um, about how the shake that her company produces that she was drinking healed her of her diabetic symptoms. Let me say it again. It, she said it healed her of her diabetic symptoms. Now, I had to tap her on the shoulder 
and reminder of two very important things. One, God heals. God heals. Now, I'm not saying that products, surgeries, and strategies won't help to facilitate healings, but products, surgeries, and strategies do not of themselves heal. I'm sorry. Three people with the same problem can take the same drug, the same surgery, and will not have the same outcome. Surgeries, products, programs, strategies, they facilitate healing. They'll put you in a better environment. They will, you know, give you better nutrition, all those things, but they of themselves do not heal. And she was stealing glory from God, claiming that this product and not God healed her, okay? So if you're not a believer in God, then still I would not say the product healed her, even if you don't want to give the attribute to God, to give the, that kind of healing power to a product is still a very scary thing. And it's also something that her company and the manufacturers of the product did not even claim of the product. So those are the two things I had to remind her of, not to steal glory from God and give it to a product, and, and that her own company did not make the claim about the product. A better testimonial would have been if she had said her symptoms for diabetes are no longer bothering her, and it could be partly due to the changes in her, in her diet, which included the addition of the product. Better nutrition will lead to better control of your symptoms, and this testimonial would have integrity to it. So it still connects her being diabetic symptom-free to her use of the product without giving that product any snake oil qualities it really does not deserve. The second thing is if you're going to have integrity in your selling processes, you need to be a product of the product. I truly believe this, and this is a huge one. I remember growing up, my mom would get me to try and taste something new on a menu. And there is a natural fear built into all of us of the unknowns. We all have this fear of the unknown as humans. The braver ones of us will be the leaders to the rest of us. So the first to taste will influence others into whether or not they're willing to try it. So it's no different than when a friend gives a restaurant a, that we haven't tried a thumbs up. We're more willing to try it then. Now, many salespeople are representing products that they will not themselves even try or buy. Huh? What? Of course the product you sell may not always be appropriate for you. So, for example, if you're in pharmaceutical sales promoting a heart medication product and you yourself don't have heart health problems, then clearly you would not use the medicine. But for what you know about the medicine, would you suggest that medicine to your mother, your father, your sister, your brother who does have a health problem in, with a heart health problem? If there's something that you know about the product, the manufacturing, the price, the process, the company that you have a problem with, and you would want your family member to use it, if you yourself couldn't use it, then you have a problem right there. You need to identify that right there. Because if you would not use the thing you sell or suggest it to someone you love, then maybe you should not even sell that thing because you are not selling in integrity. And I promise you, prospects can sniff that out without being able to put their finger directly on it. Because when you yourself cannot stand in conviction of the product, you, people will just not trust you. And if they cannot trust you, the sale will be harder if it is even at all possible, which leads me to my next point. Is there shame in your game? Is there any shame in your game? All those points I just made could add shame to your game, but here's another one. Sometimes you would not, you would, sometimes you would not be a product of the product because there's something that you associate an embarrassment with. Maybe you actually like the product, but you have a problem with the price. 
Maybe you think the price is fair, but you have a problem with the finance options. Maybe you actually like the company, but you know that they're so focused on profit that they may be shafting the customer. Anything that you feel you need to apologize for or shy away from is clearly a clue that you need to look into further. I'm going to give you a personal example. Some of you, if you've been following me, know that I recently joined Beachbody, and that's a story for another day as to why and, and all the benefits that I'm making out of it and how I'm making out of it. But when I first joined, I, what I did enjoy the Shakeology, which is one of their signature nutri- – it's actually their signature nutritional product. Now, Beachbody, for the, for the front end guys, is an exercise product company, but they do have a signature nutritional product called Shakeology. I enjoyed the Shakeology, but I personally had a problem with the price when I first joined the company. And it impacted my ability to sell Shakeology and ultimately even Beachbody to a degree. So I like the company. I love the product, the exercise products. I even enjoyed the Shakeology, but I was having a problem with the price. Without doubt, in comparison to some of the other shakes on the market, and especially within the network marketing industry, Shakeology was probably one of the most expensive shakes around. I'm going to be honest with you. But initially, I still had to buy it because I needed the points for my program. So I needed those points to keep qualifying for my status. But secretly, I had a problem with the price. Now, instead of being able to sell the shake, I just, just never mentioned it. Or if someone said, boy, the shake's expensive, I would agree with that. <laughs> you know, and, and, of course, in doing so, I killed the sale right there. Because if I believed the shake was expensive, and if I had my own hesitations to buy it, then there was no way that I could convince somebody else to buy it also. But I knew that I had to have integrity in my sales. I knew I needed to be a product of the product. So once I realized about myself, I addressed it. I went face-to-face with it, and I examined why I was feeling this way because I knew I was sabotaging my success, because I was sensing a sense of shame around this signature product of the company because of the price. Something needed to change. Either I would simply decide flat out not to offer it and focus maybe on other products that I could feel positive about, or I needed to address my issue around the product price once and for all. So I decided to take a fresh look at this product that I was selling. Why did the company offer this product at this price? Did I think the company... Did I think the company was being greedy or did I or was this an actual top shelf product deserving of this price? After all, we all know that we can go into Walmart and buy a purse for $20 or we can go to Nordstrom and buy a Michael Kors purse for $400. Both purses will hold my belongings, but one is superior to the other in many ways. As I continued to drink my Shakeology, I realized that not only did I truly enjoy it, but it kept me feeling full for a solid three hours. You see, when I do my workouts and I work out really intensely, I tended to go on a ravenous rampage. I would eat everything in sight, and I could hardly even control myself. But when I shifted my Shakeology from my breakfast to being my after-workout meal, I didn't have that urge anymore. My kids loved it. That was a huge score for me because I can hardly get them to choose a healthy food option. And the ingredients in Shakeology are 100% all food. I mean, seriously, when I compare the ingredients in Shakeology to some of the other popular shakes side by side, the ingredients in some of them I could barely even pronounce, and many of them were 100% man, 
you factored. I'm focusing on the man part because honestly, guys, I prefer God made to man made any day. And even when I would still prefer to go and cook my food from fresh products, when that is not possible or I need the time for convenience, Shakeology is truly a top shelf product. It is almost like the Bugatti of the shake drink world. And that's now how I feel about it. And now, with a renewed appreciation of this fantastic shake, I can sell this product with zero shame and 100% conviction that it is, in fact, a good product, and I really, really think you should have it. And some of you need to do the same thing. You need to do a reevaluation and decide about how you feel about the products you sell and make a decision on can you truly sell it with integrity. So just going to wrap this up real quick right now. I'm a little over time already. So our topic today was selling with integrity, having no shame in your game. So did I close you today? If you did not know what selling with integrity is, are you now clear about what that means? If you were not selling with integrity, are you at least called out on it and maybe feeling challenged to change? And if you were already selling in integrity, do you feel validated and encouraged to keep on doing what you're doing? I truly hope so. If so, then I have successfully achieved my goal today. Selling is something that we all do and do daily. Those of us who have stepped into sales professionally, let us decide to sell with integrity. Truly, our customers and clients deserve it, and our income will be impacted by it. We should adhere to a high standard of conduct and do not corrupt or allow ourselves to be corrupted just to make an extra dollar off of a trusting victim. We should be undivided in our position surrounding what we offer. We should sell with integrity and have no shame in our game. And for the Christian entrepreneur, this should be a no-brainer for you. If only because we're called into account to God for our actions. If for no other reason, you should act with integrity, honesty, love, and care towards those you serve. Money should never be our focus, but the result of our work. Money and more of it will come to those who sell, sell often, sell in volume, and sell with integrity. We should be that salesperson. Become a profitable steward. And if you'd like to learn how to become a profitable steward of what God has put under your control, and I have several options for you, you may want to consider buying my book, The Bible on Business, or take my online course about the secrets to the, to, to the Bible, No Guru Needed, and, or even simply signing up on my email list so you get Bible-infused profit inspiration coming straight to your inbox. Trudy Behrman here. I am super simple to find at TrudyBehrman.com. Thank you for connecting with me today. I do look forward to connecting with you.